two-bedroom end of terrace near the train station and near all the amenities. But when they stopped it, you know our property is very so
In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Praise the Lord. Lifted, I am lifted, I am lifted by the Lord. Above the sorrow, into the presence of the Lord. Are you lifted, lifted, I am lifted. I am lifted by the Lord. I will Yeah, I 
belong to you. We have all our living love. All power belongs to you. Hallelujah. Power belongs to you. All power belongs to you. We have all our living Oh, how Your love is 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Sing a new song unto the Lord. Let him hear your voice. Let him know that you are faithful because he has been keeping you, because he has been blessing you, because he has been protecting you, because he has been
Let us pray and say that I remove my business and career and my success and my prosperity from the dominion of the powers of darkness. Pray out in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I remove my business. I remove my prosperity. I remove my career. I remove my moving forward from the domain of the power of darkness. I say, get out in the mighty name of what are you doing in this domain of darkness when you are a light in the world? When that is to darkness, that means to not get comprehension, that means to not get to what are starting in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let us take authority over and over the binding of the strong man of any financial failure we may have every strong man that is causing you financial failure every strong man that is causing you spiritual failure any strong man that is causing you prayer life failure oh i find you holy ghost of faith of fire i find you holy ghost of faith of fire i find you holy ghost of faith of fire i say you cast out right now into the bottomless pit in the mighty name of jesus i take authority over every strong man that is limiting me that has put a cap over my life and said that I will not rise beyond a certain level. I said, I bind you fully God for church of fire. Be destroyed right now. Be destroyed right now. Be destroyed right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. The Bible says that we will learn to nations and not borrow. There is a certain demonic spirit of death, 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 every time. Let us begin to pray that I command and I curse every demonic spirit of death over my life. I say be nullified right now. Be nullified right now. Be nullified right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Some of you start plaguing your life. You do not know where you will pay your next bill. Everything is not an access to you. But liability, 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 I nullify you, I nullify you, I nullify you, for the Lord shall supply all of my name according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Let us pray against every form of financial failure, every form of spiritual failure, receive termination now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray against financial failure in my life. I pray against Thank you. 
Praise the Lord. Sorry. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want us tonight, let us to pray for our children. Mm. Let us bring them to the altar of God. Mm. Let us ask God for mercy. You know, I, I think that Pastor posted, I read it yesterday and I was like, Lord, have mercy. This child was studying law. What was she doing with this thing that she was eating that killed her? When we have struggled and we have brought up our children, that is when death says welcome. So let us pray. Let us bring our children into God's hand. Let them offer them over to God and let us ask for mercy. Whatever it is the enemy is planning. Father God, we ask for mercy. Mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, draw them close to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, draw them close to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we will not die before their time. In the name of Jesus, protect them, Lord. Cover them, cover them all with your mighty umbrella. In the name of Jesus, we will not follow you our children. In the name of Jesus. In, in the name of Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let us pray for ourselves as family and ask any foundational problem that God will deliver us Amen. in the name of Jesus. Any foundational problem, any foundational thing that is affecting our children, in my family, let us confess to God and say that our family tree in the name of Jesus is will not wither. Our mm, family um, tree. In the, name of Jesus. Will not it will not in the name will of Jesus, it will not wither. In the name of Jesus, it will go from generation to generation. We commit our Father, we are free. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Ma. God bless you in Jesus' name. Sister Anita, any prayer points on your heart? Um, not yet. God bless you in Jesus' no. name. Sister Olainka, any prayer points on your heart? Uh, I want us to just thank God. Hmm. Thank God for keeping us alive. Thank God for everything. Hmm. We might not be where we are, where we want now, but hmm. just just thank God that we still have, we have hope. We, yes. have, we are alive. Yes. He's taking us somewhere. 
He said yes. it's tough for us, it's for us to have good life. Yes. Ah, Let's thank you for everything. Let's thank you for everything that you have done. Let's thank you for where we are. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. God bless you. Amen. Ma? I want the church to pray for the We're going to stand in the gap for and seeing her brother and her, a sister here. A sister in the UK and a man. A man like he's your brother, Papa, away, and a sister here. Okay. Isn't that what we are praying Any voice. Any voice. Mm. Any voice. That is calling for their head. That's calling for their head. Amen. 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 In the name of Jesus, Amen. We pray for let them be silenced by the blood of Jesus. We command them to be silenced by the blood of Jesus. Let them be silenced. Let them be silenced in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Yes, ma. That covenant yes, that said that none of you will enjoy your marriage. Mm. That is going to be marriage with you know suffering and smiling from mm. your foundation. 
I don't know what I'm seeing somebody, whatever is deposited inside my stomach.
that is going to use my money to renew covenant. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm saying, but I do look at the Yes, ma'am. 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 Yes, or it's a ritual that is going to put the family into collective capability. Oh, you have to speak on that money. I refuse it. It will not pass. I have not in agreement with it. Hallelujah. Thank you, ma. I praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For the past one week, God that is not is not vicious something that God has been. I will say that I will say is accident. That is number one. I want you to pray against all form of accident. Be accident the one we drive. Be accident in the house. Be accident in our place of work. Be all form of work including for our children.
Father, as we go on into today's service, we know that you will do more for us. Father, send us your word in season, O oh God. Father, as we fellowship in the Holy Spirit, we really enjoy you and enjoy ourselves. To the glory and honor of your name, Father, it is well with us in the name of Jesus. See that we exalted in God in the highest. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let us greet ourselves. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Mommy. Yes. Good evening, everyone. Anything to share? Anybody has anything to share? Testimony, dreams, um, word of encouragement. Let us start with uh, uh, Olaika. Do you have anything you'd like to share? Oh, I just want to thank God for life. <laughs> yes, I want to thank God for everything He's doing yes. and everything He's going to do. Mm. I just want to give Him all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. Lord. Amen. All right, Sister Anita, anything you would like to share? Uh, I just want to thank God for everything. Hallelujah. Thank God for who he is. Thank God for what he, what he can do. Thank God for what he's doing. I thank God for you. Thank God we have God in our life. And he's always there for us. When the enemy comes, God is always there to rescue us, to save us, to deliver us. Thank God for, for his word. Thank God for revealing the secrets of the enemy. Mm. Yeah, thank God uh, for yeah for for life. Thank God for 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 protection, for provision. Thank God for that. Only He can do. Yeah. That no man can do. Thank God that only His name and know will be glorified in our life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's have uh, mommy ask me. Anything you'd like to share, ma? No, no dreams. Points? No dreams? <laughs> <laughs> Any sermon you heard that touched you? No dreams. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know what it is um, we are discussing. I watched um, The Twilight Zone in Revelation. Okay. And and usually the there is a program yeah this twilight zone it's about the supernatural okay and last week they discussed somebody came on who discussed that he died hmm. he died and went to heaven it's 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 a very very oh, interesting um, thing because the guy explained you know that he had a heart attack hmm. He had a heart attack and they, they took him to to hospital. And um, the long and short of it was that they took him to hospital. His condition was so bad. By the time he got to the first hospital, he was almost gone. Mm. 
So they had to fly fly him to another, got the ambulance, air ambulance and mm -hmm. flying to another hospital, I think in Virginia or so, where they did an open surgery mm. on him. Yeah. Yeah. Is the man a neurosurgeon? I don't, funnily, I don't know what, what he does. And then Alexander. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think he's a doctor. No, I don't think so. I knew he said he has got a friend who is a, a surgeon, but he is not a surgeon, but I don't know what he does. Because I said I'll Google, I'll Google it and, and find out no, about it. Not the same one that I've seen. It's not the same. No, it's this one died, and 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 um, and he said he went up. He went up to heaven, and God was talking to him, and God was saying to him, um, "What are you doing here? You are not supposed to 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 be to be here, you know." Anyway. He, he, God gave him a few messages. God gave him a few messages and God said to him, I am going to send you back. Mm. You are going back. And when mm. you go back, what you are going to do is to evangelize, to tell the world what I have done to you so that mm. people will come, you know. And um, he, he, well, last week he said that God said that he was not against um, those who that they are gay, he was not against. He loved them, not not against. Mm -hmm. He loved certain people. I can't remember now about four different groups of mm -hmm. people. So what, what I want to bring in is like yesterday now, it was the wife who gave her own version of it as okay. well. Okay. So what happened in the family was that they were not talking. Husband and wife for almost two weeks, they were not talking. Uh -uh. The only way they communicated was through WhatsApp. Okay. They were mm. only communicating through WhatsApp. Mm. So, so this lady said around three o'clock or so, the husband got up. He realized that the husband got up from bed and went downstairs and he mm. could hear the kitchen door opened and he was wondering what is he going to do? You know, and he had him open the freezer and he could hear the ice block. So she was saying you know, in her mind, why, well, what is he doing with ice block? Because the only drink is this alkaline water. Mm -hmm. So if he uses the ice block, the, the ice block is not uh, alkaline water. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he took the ice block, came up back to bed. She said she pretended as if she was sleeping. Mm -hmm. She was lying there. Mm -hmm. And then this man too came, came to bed. But while she was lying there, she had the voice of, um, I think, her mom, her late mom. Okay. I can't remember now exactly what the mother said to, to her. Like the mother was saying, um, you, you've got to help him or something, you know. Yeah. The mother said something and she was wondering, what is it, you know, this woman is talking about? Mm. But she said later on, this guy got up and sat on a chair that they had in the bed bedroom. And something said to her, open your eyes and look at him. So she opened her eyes, even though she was pretending as if, and she realized like she was struggling to breathe. So there and then she had to get up from the bed and go to him and said, what's wrong? And he said, oh, my chest. So he, she said um, he had already had an heart attack eight years before. Okay. 
So, so immediately she witnessed what was going on. She said to the husband, we need to call the ambulance. And he said, oh, no, don't worry, it will go away. But she called the ambulance there and then. Mm -hmm. So immediately she called the ambulance, the ambulance, they came and they took him away. So she had to drive behind them. And by the time they got to the hospital, they said she was gone. She was gone. The long and short of the, the whole thing was that uh, uh, um, this woman said th that when he, he went in the hospital, they had gone to call the, um, what do you call it? The people in the, in the hospital that um, come to sympathize with um, dead relatives, the... Cryers, um, mourners. No, the, the 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 religious people that they have in the hospital, you know, the every chaplain. hospital, the chaplain, yes. She said the chaplain came and the chaplain was coming to hold her to comfort her and she said, no, I don't want anybody to touch me because she felt that if this woman touched her, she had accepted that the husband was dead. So she did not accept it. So she was busy praying and praying and friends came the, 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 the program is usually about the supernatural. Mm. So, so, so whilst they were doing the operation, they decided now, okay, let us fly him to another hospital. She was busy praying and friends came and they were praying as well. So she said all the prayers that she was praying was, Lord, save this man, save this man, save this man. Not for me, <laughs> because he was not talking to me, but for the children. I don't want my children to lose their father. So what, 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 what the thing that came out of it that the man said was, it was the grace, what we have been discussing. That's why I said I'll bring it up. The man was saying that what happened to him was the grace of God that saved him. Because when he considered all that he has been doing, I, he didn't say what it, it was he has been doing. And the fact that he was there in the house not talking to the wife as well, you know, it was just the grace and mercy of God that, that, that saved him. So, so it, it, it just shows, you know, the grace of God because God said, what are you doing here? He was not aware that they did anything like open heart operation or anything. And he said within three days, he was able to get up and walk because they said he would be in the hospital for like three months. Mm. And he would be there for a month before he would start walking. But everything healed up very, very well. So it shows the grace, the grace of God in, in, in our lives. Thank you very much. It's just an, it's just an um, exposure of, the, as you said, the grace of God, what God can do in our lives. Yeah. Testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for sharing, man. Daddy, anything you'd like to share? Testimony, dream, word, word of encouragement? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Like, um, it's related to what I said the other time. If I pray for against accident, either for ourselves or our children, nothing. For more than a week, each time I was taking the day to train station to go to work, then like the the thoughts will just come. Accident. Hmm. Be careful. Accident. 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 Ah. 
I will come back, I will sit down in the chair. Accident, accident. And even God just used yesterday to confirm his word. Because I've been cleaning the house, tidying up everything. And my the the, the, the the long and short of it is that I was drilling something by the wall. Mm-hmm. And the something just slip and the drill. Mm-hmm. Instead just drill my heart. Mm-hmm. Well, you can you can see like this that I'm under bandage right now. My God still told me I didn't sleep more yesterday. But for one thing, one miraculous thing was that it was so the pain was so gruesome to the strain that I started vomiting all the food I ate. Wow. Because touch the nerves, everything my head, as if my heart wanted to go into cardiac arrest. Uh, pastor came and put uh, something on my hand which, you know, after we arrested the bleeding. And uh, it pained me naturally, normally, but uh, by the time we just seal it all with a uh, tape and that pain started going. Mm-hmm. And today, it was so much, even in the night, if I try to open the finger unconsciously like this, mm-hmm. I'll be feeling it right inside my brain. Mm-hmm. I was feeling as if there was one net, uh, electrical wire connected. Mm-hmm. But to the glory of God, when I, I would pray yesterday, night, the first, but right now, all the, in fact, the, when I open the face, you will not believe that it was just yesterday if I have. God has done the healing. I give God the glory. Hallelujah. And then, when I see, after that one, just today, the thought just come. That was why I asked the church to pray about it. It's like, what happened to me? God is just using me to wake us up that we should pray against accident. Either in the house or in the school, by the children or by ourselves, this, that. But the message still came. So, God, as you have prayed on it, I know so shall it be. In Jesus' name. Amen. It is well with you. You shall be healed through and through in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, me, um, I've been, I was um, listening to a podcast, uh, kind of science podcast. Apart from that, I fell sick a few days ago. I was purging a lot, but I want to thank God I'm fine now. But my own spiritual journey with God, I was listening to a podcast about what there was somebody who was suffering from fantasy addiction. And what it just showed me is that what you put your mind on, you know, for example, can really affect your body, okay? Affect the the chemicals in your brain. And the way God used that one to me is that you know, we should always look unto Jesus because he is everything good, everything good that we need. So this person that was suffering from fantasy uh, uh, addiction, whenever there's a threat to their life, they will check out. Okay, they will just be daydreaming. They will, they can even be driving and then they will check out like that, you know, because of that kind, kind of thing. So, um, and by the time they come out from it, they will start to feel good, but they'll still be feeling guilty. 
how much more we who are Christians should also fix our mind on Jesus so that when we look unto him, all the good things of life start to come our way. So that's what me I learned. And I uh, hope it will bless somebody in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. All right. Uh, Pastor, any testimony? Any dream? Any word of encouragement? Mm. Well, I want to say thank you to God. Mm. And give God all the praise, all the glory, and adoration, and all the life, and the sense of life. Amen. Thank God the enemy is put to shame. Yeah, Can you hear the pastors in there? Yes. So I thank God for what um, God is doing in the team. I know the enemy is angry. Mm. We can only be angry. This is not concerning for me. He can go and eat his head in the He can go and eat his head in the fire. That's his that's that's problem. But I want to just, you know, I want to just. Uh, Testify, you know, I was testifying in church on Sunday uh-huh. about uh, this lady who was asking about my brother. Yes. Remember? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. I was asking about my brother, and, uh, and I wasn't really testifying or thanking God for her in that sense. I was thanking God that um, my sister who is the younger sister of uh, my brother, immediately younger, mm-hmm. was able to, to perform, you know, some some things. That is, she was able to redecorate the, the tombstone and make it into marble. Because it was just, you know, it's not something you're happy about, burying a 20-year-old, mm-hmm. and then you want to make it fancy. Mm-hmm. But 30 years later, thank God, that... Uh, when it was time for her to really honor him, you know, she wasn't in she wasn't in a state where we were all uh, supporting her, but she was she's already in a state where she's also giving and she's able to to do something. So, for after church on Sunday, I was just looking on uh, Facebook. I was sitting down, sitting down first. Because I wanted to watch Madaburi uh, and then watch Mazayon uh, Abation that I'm following, you know, mm-hmm. some of those uh, series. Mm-hmm. And then uh, someone just said to me to look at uh, Facebook. So I just saw her. I saw somebody who was related to this lady. I died. Mm. A young guy. Mm. I died. And by Monday, they have, he died on that on Sunday. And by Monday, they've already buried him. Oh. He died on, on Sunday morning. What I heard was that he was he was eating breakfast to go to church. Oh. And they had a heart attack and he didn't survive it. Oh. Then I looked again at the obituary and I saw that this guy is the same age mate as my brother. Oh. It's still a mystery. And, and then... And then the, I looked she again. She put uh, she put the the corpse in the in the in the in the coffin, everything on Facebook, and mm. I was say, ah, then one of my cousins in Nigeria would say, ah, why all this uh, rubbish now that you are opening your Facebook and you are seeing their body only on uh, Monday morning? Mm. 
But I think it's just the shock, you know. That shock mm. is too much. But what really baffled me is that I can't even remember this guy. But the thing is that you know, like we are we're living in the same like area. Okay. Like maybe they were living in number one and we are living in like number seven. Okay. You know, just the same area when this thing happened. So I called all my my family and I said on the platform, I said, is it me that is thinking this or is there something doing it? Hmm. You know, why why is this happening? How come he died on Sunday morning mm-hmm. and by the evening they are doing service of song? And by Monday, they're already, they're already putting him in coffin and you would think that they have been planning this thing for 100 years. I'm not, I'm not happy for, I'm not happy or rejoicing in anybody's death. But I'm just thinking, is it a coincidence or is it something? God, what's all this thing about? Uh, that is number one that uh, I'm thinking about. Number two is that I shared a testimony about my my encounter with HMRC. Mm. To the glory of God, I received the letter today. Mm. Where's my letter? And they were they were saying that they acknowledge they acknowledge that uh, let me see that uh, you told us that uh, for tax year 2019-2020-2021, you no longer need to send us self assessment. So we agree and we withdraw the notice Amen. to file a tax return we Amen. sent you for this year. Then we will cancel the penalties that we charge you for not filing this tax return on time. Uh, then they said the original deadline date for paying any tax will remain in force. However, again, they now said. You will shortly receive a notice to complete a tax return for 2022. Oh. We will also withdraw this return. Oh. So you do not need to fill this um. unless your circumstances change. Amen. Hallelujah. I give God all the glory. Amen. God is indeed a faithful God. Yes. So I thank God. Thank God. His fight has fought my battle and he has, he has prevailed and he has won. Amen. Amen. I thank God for my auntie. She's arrived in Nigeria this afternoon. Uh, Come here tomorrow. So I was reading the text now. And um, I was just asking if she has had from my mom and she showed me video of the mom coming in and then pushing her to wheeling her out of the place. So I give God all the place. I give God all the place. Did they any testimony, any word of encouragement? I thank God for my life. Amen. For my strength and the strength of my family. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank God for Ura. Ura is uh, battling exam now. Mm. I thank God for strength. I Amen. thank you, Mommy Esme. She said you really encourage her. Amen. 
Amen. So, Father, we thank you for everything that we have shared. We thank you for how much it is blessing us. Father, continue to bless us more and more in Jesus' name. Amen. As we go into your word, Father, we will hear you speak to our situation and you will bless us through and through indeed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. So today I'm just going to continue with the topic of grace. Because we are going to dig deeper into what the grace of God actually means over our lives. I want to talk about, um, you know, Mommy Esme brought up a good point uh, last time when we were discussing about grace. She spoke about those places in the Bible where Jesus said to certain people that what? Go and say no more. And we brought it in the context of what does the Bible that if that because we asked ourselves the question because we were trying to make some differentiations in order to understand grace and in order for us not to project our earthly uh, mode of relationship into our divine mode of relationship. <laughs> so one question I will ask you, I mean, is that look. Um, the questions we asked ourselves was what? We said, what external work can you ever do in order to please God? What external or, or outer work can you ever do in order to please God? Uh, Sister Olainka, do you know the answer? Sister Anita? Like, um... What external work can you ever do to please God? Evangelism. What? I mean, according to doctrine. What? Payment? Sorry, we didn't hear that clearly. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, what to be like Jesus Christ? Isn't it? Yeah. What? Oh, to be like Jesus, like Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Yes, yeah, to be uh, an ambassador of Christ on planet Earth. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's an answer that would have been true. Mm. Yes, Mister Anita, do you know the answer? What external work can we ever do to please God? <laughs> Any suggestion, Sister Anita? What external of you have to unmute yourself, please? No idea. No idea. You are very close to the answer by saying no idea. <laughs> the answer is nothing. Oh. There is nothing you can have, no external action you can ever do to please God. When, when we are talking about grace, the Bible says even your righteousness are like what? Filthy rags. God, yeah. God is not impressed with your external act, with your external actions. Imagine I wake up today 
I come straight to your face and then I give you a slap. Pa! And then I say, oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me for my sins, blah, blah, blah. And then I forgive you for your sins. Tomorrow I come again. I give you a slap on your face. Pa! And then I say, oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me for all of my sins. Forgive me for all of blah, blah, blah. I say, okay, I forgive you. Next tomorrow I come again. I give you a slap on your face. Pa! You know that this action will continue. God is not a fool. God is not a masochist. Every day you keep on sinning and sinning. So if you think that there is some sort of external action, the Bible says you are saved by what? By grace, not of works, lest any man should vote. Now, if I ask you the question, what kind of internal work can you do to please God? Let's ask Mommy, ask me, what does the Bible say? What kind of internal work can you do to please God? To praise Him. You can well, praising is external, but internal. Internal. To be filled with the Holy Ghost? No, I don't think Yeah, that's when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, yes, you can please God. Daddy, do you know the answer? What kind of internal work can you do to please God? Yeah. Like what can what work can you do on the inside to please God? Well that's outside. Alright. Pastor, can you open for us? Yeah, can you open for us Hebrews chapter eleven? Verse 6. I'm sure some of us know it by heart. Yes. Hebrews 11, 6. And Bide, can you open for us Hebrews 10, 38? Hebrews 10, 38. Go on, Mark. Can you read for us? So, so that we know the internal work that we can do to please God. Hebrews chapter 11. God's soul will have what? 
no pleasure in you. So I'm trying to demonstrate to us in this topic of grace two dimensions of faith. We have heaven-bound faith and earth-bound faith. And I want to explain this to us because when we asked me brought up the topic, why did Jesus now then tell people, go and see no more? Because is he telling them to now from that time after he had killed them to live a perfect life? Is he asking them to say to stay sinless? Why is he saying that? He's giving them something impossible that they can't do. So I want to bring to us the distinction between heaven-bound faith and earth-bound faith. What is heaven-bound faith? Can we have Sister Olainka, if you are available? Romans chapter 3, verse 27 to 28. Romans chapter 3, verse 27 to 28. Are you available to read for us? Romans chapter 3. Yeah, verse 27 to 28. To explain heaven-bound faith. Chapter 3. Mommy, ask me. Um, uh, where Galatians 2.21 Over to you, Sister Olaya. Romans chapter 3, you said? Yeah, verse 27 to 28. Where is boasting then? Mm-hmm. It is excluded mm-hmm. by what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Hmm. So hmm. that is what? Heaven-bound faith. Mommy, ask me, can you open for us to Galatians chapter 2, verse 21? Galatians two. chapter 2, verse 21. Galatians 2, 21. Yes, ma'am. Okay. 2, 21. It says, I do not set aside the grace of God. Mm-hmm. For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. Hmm. If righteousness came through the law, through actions, through thou shalt not do this, thou shalt not mm-hmm. do that, thou shalt not mm-hmm. lie, thou shalt not lie. Mm-hmm. Then Christ mm-hmm. did what? Died, died in, in vain. vain. So righteousness is coming by how? By faith. Mm-hmm. So your internal work makes you what? Righteous. And Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as what? Righteousness. This is our heaven-bound what? Relationship with God. So let us not project our earth-style relationship into our heaven-style relationship with God. God doesn't care about the outside. He cares about the inside. When Samuel was going to anoint the new king of Israel, he said, oh, this man is tall. This man is this. And God had to say to him, you, you look on the outside, but I, I look on the inside. So how would you define heaven-bound faith? Yes, ma'am. Let's look at Romans 2. Okay. Romans, Romans chapter 4, 
and I want us to look at verse one to two. Mm-hmm. What then shall we say that Abraham, our father, as found according to the law, according to the flesh? Mm-hmm. For if Abraham was justified by works, hmm. he has something to boast about, mm-hmm. but not before, before God. God. So we have to fall. Three. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Hmm. Now to him who works the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. Hmm. That means if you think you can work it out yourself. Work, hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And you don't depend on grace. That means that you are a debtor to the law. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the law makes us indebted. Mm. Meaning that the law takes from us. Yes. The law might not take from us. Yes. The law doesn't give. Mm. It takes away from us. Mm. And it fail, it makes us fail every time. It, it points to us that we can't do it. So it says now, if, oh, the only thing Abraham did was just believe it. Yeah. And it was counted to righteousness. Mm. But if Abraham had said, no, I want to work it. Mm. I want to prove. I want to prove In it. fact, he tried to produce a son by himself. So and it says that the wages mm. are not great. So that means that Ishmael is a picture of works and of works. While Isaac is great. Grace, the gift. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, man. So we are opening our eyes to seeing more of this heaven oh we can say bound faith <laughs> that is the grace of god <laughs> amen she nearly fell down all right so the mathematical equation for these two types of faith all right is that heaven bound faith plus works equals what dead now when we speak about earth bound faith that is the faith where if you don't add works to it, it is what? Dead. Yes. So there are two types of faith. One type of faith, you add work to it and it dies. The other type of faith, you add work to it and it comes to life. Mm-hmm. Let's look at earthbound faith. Let us go to James chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. Sister Olainka, are you available to read for us? James chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. Sister Anita, are you available to read for us? James chapter 2. Yeah, James chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. Okay. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? James chapter 2. Verses 15 to 17. Okay. Oh, you're reading from verse 4. Okay. We read from, if you can get 15 to 17. You can carry on. Okay. Okay. If a brother 
If, 15. If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? 17. Thus also faith by itself. If it does, if it does not have works, is dead. Okay. 18. But someone will stay. Yeah. Thank you very much. So that is the doctrine of what? Earthbound faith. You see, the two types of faith in the Bible, the whole context of James, when he was espousing our faith without works, is that he's speaking about what? Earthbound faith. Yeah. Which is like that are in our, these are demonstrations that may be in our power to do, but only by the grace of God. If you see your brother or sister hungry and you are trying to apply heaven-bound faith to it, you will fail them. Earth-bound faith must have what? Actions. That is to say, behavioral modifications must be enforced to match our internal convictions when it comes to what? Earth-bound faith. Now, what work can we ever do on the outside to please God? Nothing. But what can we do on the outside to achieve earthbound goals, such as feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, such as modifying our behavior to escape our sin habits? We can do a lot of things. Now, notice I said sin habits are not sin or the essence of sin. That evil force of, or that, that satanic spiritual evil force called sin, there is nothing that we can ever do to wash away that one. Now, it is impossible to have sin habits without, I mean, it is possible, I mean to say, to have sin habits without carrying the judgment identity of what? Sinner. Yes, very much so. Just like it is possible for you to oink like a pig, oink, oink, without being what? Carrying the existential identity of being a pig. Or to bark like a dog. You can commit sinful habits without being a sinner. Because sin is defined as what? Transgression against who? God. A crime is a transgression against what? Society. Offense, if you offend me, is a transgression against who? Me. So these are differences. You, you can even understand these different types of transgressions or different types of missing the mark. When if somebody comes to you and tries to trap you, because I've seen people like Laura Daigle, if you know her, the singer, people like Joel Austin, you know, who didn't know how to answer the question. <coughs> they came to him and said, is homosexuality a sin? What was their answer? 
Uh, well, I don't want to judge anybody. I don't know. I leave everything into the hands of God. The correct answer is to say, well, what do you call sin? Sin is an offense against who? God. God. Is it an offense against me if you are doing your homosexual stuff? No, I don't care. Go and kill yourself. Go to hell if you want. Okay? You don't offend me. But it, is it a sin? Yes. Is it a crime? No. Is it an offense against me? No. But is it a sin? Yes. So that is how we can answer that question. And also, we can also extrude that um, mentality to know that we ourselves, we can do certain sinful stuff without being the existential identity. What makes us an existential identity in the eyes of God? Faith. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus paid for all of your sins. Believe it. Jesus died for you and he washed away all of your sins. Believe it. Now, there are those fakers that look like Christians, like Ananias and Sapphira, that look like they believe it. But only God knows who is who at the end of the day. Only God knows, God knows who is who. So let God be the judge and you face God by yourself. When people were trying to inquire from Jesus, oh, is John going to live for 1,000 years? Jesus said, what is that to you? If John is going to live, if I make him live for 1,000 years, what is that, is that to you? You follow me. Mind your business with God. Mind God's business, the one that he put in your hands. So that is because you know that the junior can commit one sin like this. He's dead. Me, I can commit the same sin till eternity come. I, I won't die. Maybe even on my deathbed, I will now change and then God will now give me it for me eternal life. So everybody is different. So it is the same thing with um what is it? There were some laborers. Jesus gave a parable. He called some at the beginning, he paid them the same wages. He called some at the end. They came. He gave them the same wages as those who came at the beginning. Those who came at the beginning were then complaining. Ah, we've been working with you for so long and uh, you are paying us the same thing as you are paying these people that came at the end. Why now? He said, look, my money is to who I give to. The, our contract is not the same. All right? So you focus on your own words. Race. Your own race is what? Different. Is unique. You and God all by yourself. So, earthbound faith is what? Earthbound faith uh, minus works is dead. So, faith without works is dead. That's mm -hmm. how you understand this distinction. So, it is advisable not to conflate both of them. Abraham had the grace, the grace given ability to take Isaac to the altar and he obeyed in it accordingly. The Bible says what? As the pastor read for us, if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast of, but not before who? Before God. What is the converse of that then? Abraham has something to boast of by obeying God before who? Before men. 
It is because you and I can see it that it, it has profited us. But you don't need to have any actions to profit God. You need to have inner actions instead to profit God. You need to have inner demonstrations, the posture of your heart. Are you humble? Are you receiving him from your heart? Or are you giving him lip service only? He doesn't care about your lips. He cares about your heart. Mm. Now, it is what is now in your heart that will correspond to the outside. It is the way you believe that you will live. Mm. If you believe that the chair you are sitting down on, the knife will not spike out and choke you from there. You will sit on it how? Comfortably. Okay? If you believe it, do not turn into fire and burn you. You will enjoy. So it is the way you believe that you will live. And so we need to work out our salvation, which comes by how? By faith. Jesus was asked the question, what is the work of God? And he said, well, this is the work of God, that you do what? Believe. God is concentrating that things flow from the inside to the outside, like a river of water flowing from your belly. That is how God works. Now, let us now go to the topic of go and see no more. Now that I've laid down this foundation, why did Jesus tell these people to go and see no more? What was he really saying there? I mean, it's already impossible for us to not sin. Did these people live perfect lives till they died? Then that would mean that Jesus died for them in vain. If they, were per if they were perfect after that, what did Jesus actually mean? Was Jesus saying that their salvation can only be kept by works, by going to sin no more, after he has saved them by grace? Well, there are two instances, only two instances in the Bible where Jesus says, go and sin no more. The woman caught in the act of adultery in John chapter 8, verse 10, and the man healed by the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5, verse 14. So let me show you people, for those of you who are looking at the screen, I will show you people how to dissect the Bible so that you'll be able to uh, be a theologian all by yourself. It will be a good skill for you. Just hold on a minute. Let me share my screen. Let us look at this, ladies. I know everybody else cannot see this. Um, let me share this screen inside. Share. Hallelujah. It's going to look like infinity. All right. Can you all see? If you can just touch Abigail Adewoy's um, stuff and pin it, then that would be very helpful. Let us go to this website. Bible Hub. I know everybody can see it, but the recording will be out and then you'll be able to see it clearly. And we are going to open it in two places. Bible Hub. So Bible Hub is a place where Christian scholars use. Can you see it there on the screen? Give me a thumbs up if you can see it or say something. What I'm showing you right now. How to be able to dissect the Bible. The two places, as I said I before. All right, good. Okay, so you, you you can see what I'm sharing to you. That's wonderful. Yes. So, John chapter 
John chapter 8, verse 11. I will open that there on one place. And let us now go to John chapter 5, verse 14. I open that in another place. Alright. John 8, 11. Now, when you come to this website, this, this is training for you if you want to be a Bible scholar by yourself. When you come to this website, go to Strong's and click on it so that you look at Strong's Concordance. Then, what I want you to do is to scroll down to sin. Look at where sin is. And you can see the Greek word, harmartane. Click on that Greek word, harmartane. Now let's go over. So that is the Greek word that was used in John chapter 8, verse what? Verse 11, harmartane. Come over here now to John chapter 5, verse 14. And now you will see what Jesus said there. He said, afterwards, Jesus finded him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest the worst thing come upon thee. Go to Strong's again in that place and look for that word again, sin, and said to him, Go and sin, stop sinning. And you see the Greek word used there is what? Harmatane, again. So same word. In the two places, go and see no more harmatane. Now this says to tell you, don't read over here, and it tells you that word harmatano. But you are going to look for where it was used. You are going to go to Thayer's Greek lexicon, control F. And I'm going to look for John chapter 8. So look at where the words are being used. John chapter 8, verse 11. John chapter 5. And how was the word used? Let me zoom in so that everyone can see. It's, it's, it said what? of the violation of civil laws, which Christians regard as also this transgression of what? Divine laws. Mm. So these are civil laws. What does that mean? In those days, they said that there are some certain things that by civil law, according to the law of the land, if you do these things, they are wrong because we all agree that they are what? Divine laws. What was the sin? What was the civil crime of the man who was healed from the pool of Bethesda? He was carrying his mat on a Sabbath day. What was the civil crime of the woman who was caught in the act of adultery? Well, she was committing adultery. So when Jesus said, go and sin no more, what he's saying in this context is go and commit no more crimes. Lest something worse come upon you. What does the context tell us? These people were trying to kill Jesus, to do bad things to Jesus. In fact, if you read the context of John chapter 5, verse 14, 
after this man was debating with the Pharisees and the Jews and everybody while he was healed and walking about and carrying his mat, this, after he had confessed to them that Jesus is the one that healed him, the Bible said they, they sought for an opportunity to kill Jesus. They were trying to get to Jesus. Jesus was saying, hey, let the worst thing happen to you. Let the, because they will kill you. They will kill you. Don't commit this crime anymore. So this is how you can zoom into the Bible in order to understand from a theological perspective the Greek word and get the correct meaning and context of what Jesus was trying to say there. So when Jesus said, go and sin no more to them, he said, go and commit no more crime. Don't do this anymore. Okay, don't do this sin anymore. That's what he was saying to them. Let something bad, if, if not, they will you have seen that they, they, they've tried to, because this woman was caught in the act. They didn't bring the man. They only brought her. So it was a scheme they were trying to do. This man, instead of them praising God, ah, man for 38 years, now healed. He can walk now, hallelujah. You see what the law can do to people's brain? He, the law will say, ah, ah, even though you've been crippled for 38 years, Still, you are not supposed to carry. We will kill you for carrying your mats and walking about on this Sabbath day. Law will screw up your brain. Don't eat law. Don't put yourself under law. You will only destroy yourself. And I'll bring myself to the con to conclusion regarding that one. Any question? Any contribution, I hope I've been able to explain why Jesus said go and sin no more. Mm -hmm. That sin doesn't really mean sin. It means go and do no more crime. That's the right. It is a civil law. Mm -hmm. He says to them, you should go and do no more crime. But it's not a sin. <laughs> it is yeah, a civil law as well. But yeah, it's a crime, not a sin. That's what Mommy Essay is saying. Crime is a sin. It's it is but the concept is very important. Yeah. But he's not saying to them, don't go and commit that. I mean, don't sin. Or don't sin against God anymore. Mm. He's concentrating on that because almost, inver almost invariably there is an intersection between crime and sin. All right? Sometimes if you commit the sin of theft, you steal from a shop. The crime, I mean, the justice of the land will, will see it as what? As a crime. And the justice of God, too, will see it as what? As a sin. So there are intersections. But we have to know which one Jesus, in that context, was really pointing to. There's something that caught my eye Yes, ma'am. In that John chapter 5, mm -hmm. that we read, yeah. is... Um, Towards the end here, mm -hmm. but uh, mm -hmm. but my focus here is in verse uh, forty-five. But so we can we can follow. Mm -hmm. John chapter five. Five, yes, ma. John chapter five, verse nine. John five, twenty-five. Twenty-nine. Go on, ma. Anybody 
John, John 5, 39. Yeah. You search the scriptures. For in them, you think you have eternal life. And these are they which justify of me. 40. But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. I do not receive honor from men. But I know you that you do not have the love of God in you. I have come in my father's name. And you do not receive. If another comes in the same name, him you will receive. How can you believe and you receive honor from one another? And do not seek the honor that comes from the only God. Do not think that I shall accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses, who accuses you, Moses, mm. in whom you trust. Mm. So what's that? The law. The law. The law. Yeah. The law is the accuser. Jesus is saying, me, I'm for great, so don't think I'm here to accuse you before God. But there's somebody who will accuse you. And who is the person? Moses. Moses is law. Because Moses' law is, uh, like we said, you kill me, I kill you. An eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. Tooth for a tooth. It's, it's an equal. I mean, so can we yeah. say in this, in this context, Moses is, is an accuser? Okay, can, can, can we read it also 47? Okay, yeah. 46 says, eh? For if you believe Moses, you will believe me. Okay. For he wrote about me. Mm -hmm. That's one. 47. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Mm -hmm. So the law is an Paul asked this question. Paul said, is the law bad? No. Even though the law cannot achieve righteousness in you, the law accuses, yes, but the law doesn't accuse you uh, in an extra bad way. All right? What me I normally like to say is this. When you are under the law, the modus operandi is what you do good, you get good. Mm -hmm. You do bad, you get bad. When, when, yeah, that is law. Input and output, that is law. When you are under grace, you do good, you get good. You do bad, you still get good. When you are under the devil or under the world, you do good. You will get bad. You do bad, you will get bad because the devil is the one accusing us. The Bible says that um, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit convicts us of righteousness, mm -hmm. but the devil convicts us of what of sin. sin. I will expand that place for us in the future because some people still think that the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin and of judgment. Mm -hmm. I will expand that for us in the future. Any question, any contribution before we go? Mm, very interesting. Mm. 
Amen. Can I just share something? You can, you can ask the question on the Telegram group. I know time has gone, but I'm so I'm so much engrossed in it. I want to read something in my Bible. James chapter two. James chapter two. There's this um, that we read. James chapter two. We read it from verse fourteen to seventeen. Okay. Uh huh. But somebody asked the question in verse twenty-one. I think Sister Lainka read it. Yes. James chapter 2, verse 21. Somebody said, Was not Abraham, Abraham. our father, Abraham. justified by works when he offered Isaac, his son, on the altar? So when you were talking about works, faith without works is dead. Yes. But works alone yes. does not. That's the earth bound faith. So the, it says in verse 22, Do you see that faith was working together Mm. with his works. works and by mm. works faith was made perfect mm. faith was so there's this uh, there's this thing that uh, is written in my bible it said that faith it said faith brings about repentance mm -hmm. from dead works okay so they both agree that dead faith we always produce dead works. Yes. And it cannot justify any sinner. Mm. So he said, Abraham, Abraham's work, the faith of Abraham resulted in his works. Yes. So it wasn't the works mm. that brought about his faith. Yes. That's the difference. Yes. So it was the faith Abraham had from inside to from outside inside that brought about his works. And it was when he now uh, uh, obeyed that the, his faith and his work were perfect. Yeah. That's what I just wanted to bring up. Yeah, thank you very much. We will continue the topic on Telegram. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. And, uh, it's a very interesting topic. Or uh, Let's go because of our time. Yeah. Can you do us the honors of praying for us and closing for us. I should pray, he said. Yeah, pray and close for us so that we can go. Amen. Amen. Father Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. our Lord and our God, we thank you, we worship you. Thank we you thank you, Lord, for bringing us before you tonight, O Lord. Amen. Father Lord, we thank you. We thank you for none of us is missing. Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, everlasting Father, Lord, we appreciate and honor your holy name, O Lord. We thank you for your word that you have spoken unto us today, O Lord. Father, Lord, King of glory, we thank you, O Lord, for your understanding. We thank you, Lord, as we go our different ways, O Lord. Holy Spirit, you give us a deeper understanding of every word that we listen to today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Help us, O Lord, to understand every single word in the mighty name of yeah. Jesus, O Lord. Yeah. And it will make an impact in our lives in the mighty name of yeah. Jesus, O Lord. We will not just be hearers of your word, but doers of your word as well in Jesus' yeah. mighty name, O Lord. Father, Lord, we thank you for what you have done in our midst today. We thank yeah. you, Lord, that you will ask, O Lord, that you continue to go with us in Jesus' mighty name, O Lord. Yeah. Father, Lord, we will sleep well and wake up well in good health in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. As we are going to come here next week, O Lord, Father, Lord, every channel one of us will have testimonies in the 
mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Oh Lord. Father, Lord, we thank you, oh Lord, for what you have done in our midst today. Father, Lord, we thank you, oh Lord, for what you're going to do. Oh Lord, next week, oh Lord, everlasting Father, Lord, we bless you. We honor you. We ask, oh Lord, that you continue with us this week, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord of Lord, for answers of prayers today. Thank you, Ancient of this. Thank you, Lion of Judah, for in Jesus' marvelous name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Good night, everybody.